At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Big Friday program. Right before Halloween weekend, Amal, but let's start in Glendale, Arizona last night. I see you dressed up today. I did. As I dre- a decent host. I, 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 I dressed up as a compliant employee. Um, <laughs> Glendale, Arizona last night, key game in the NFC, especially in the playoff picture between the Packers and the Cardinals. I think both teams could have been feeling they gave the game away. Only Arizona got that feeling at the end. I got to tell you, I'm shocked that the Packers couldn't convert from inside the one with all those opportunities on the drive before the final drive for the Cardinals. Well, I didn't like in that sequence where they got the fumble off of Rondell Moore's hand where they didn't um, uh, run the ball at all. That, yeah, you, that surprised me. Dylan I mean, weighs I, 260. How are you not slamming him into the line there? Yeah, I didn't see the sequence you're talking about. I missed the end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter, but uh, I'll tell you what, great road win for Green Bay here. It's huge in terms of the NFC overall standings. Did you agree with the decision to go fourth and go from the one? And I asked that up three with them. What would they have? Just under two minutes. Um, and I asked that because uh, I was watching Nightcap here on this network, and Sean King was very adamant they should have kicked the field goal because it's a much different game being up six than up three for the Cardinals and their play calling on the final drive. I actually think it's more advantageous for the defense when a team is up by three than six because you know they're going to go for the end zone. The other thing is that 30 yards that you're going to give up on the kickoff, mm-hmm. 25 yards. Uh, which is basically in field goal range, you're you're putting the ball at the one yard line. I like the risk. You win the game, you it's over. I, I don't um I don't have a problem with going for it there. I think it's a different scenario than in some other situations. I think that's one you definitely go for. Any warts exposed exposed for the Cardinals for you last night? No, but I thought uh, Green Bay's defense played well. That I was, thought they played well for the first two and a half quarters. Yeah. Um I thought Kyler Murray missed a couple of throws, but overall I thought this uh, Green Bay team impressed me without Jair Alexander, without their top three receivers, what they were able to do. And by the way, the game management was unbelievable, right? They took every play down to one second on the play clock. They shortened the game immensely. They did that from the beginning. They were going to shorten this game. But then especially, I mean, they had, I'm all think about this. I don't know what the stat would be, but uh, on how often this happens. Four drives of 10 or more plays the Packers had last night. That's impressive. Yes. They're really doing a nice job controlling clock, doing what they needed to do, and keeping that uh, Cardinals offense at bay. I thought the Cardinals might have tried to blitz more. I mean, because the top three receivers are out, um, maybe you, maybe you put some pressure on them to make plays down the field, expose your your, your corners a little bit more when you don't have the talent at uh, at the outside positions for the Packers. But a big win for the Packers, nonetheless. You know, and and I heard Michael Lombardi talking about 
the Packers kind of fool you because they only beat the Redskins or the, the football team by 10, and they only beat the Bears by 10. I don't know. I think a 10-point win in the National Football League is impressive. A one-point win in the yeah. National Football League <laughs> is impressive to me. I mean, it's so hard to win games. I mean, the margin between teams 5 through 28 are very slim. If you had over 50 and a half or over, you know, a, a lot of numbers here in this game, o- over anything up to uh, 51, 51 and a half, the game was slow, but then two chances – Packers first and goal from the one, and then the Cardinals with the ball inside the 10. Neither of them convert, and a little bit of a tough beat there if you had the over, but the game paced slowly, but midway through the fourth quarter, you had to think you had a winner. Yeah, but I don't agree that it's a tough beat because if Rondell Moore doesn't touch that football, that's a missed opportunity there. They should have gotten points on. Um, That's one that you wouldn't have had an opportunity to score on. So, you know, it could have gone either way, but give Green Bay credit. I didn't understand this line being six and a half. You know, I thought generally speaking, they talk about everybody says, oh, it's worth half a point on a wide receiver. All of a sudden, it's worth three points. You do realize Devontae Adams is making all this money because he plays with Aaron Rodgers. He's a great receiver. But, you know, Jimmy Johnson said it best about Michael Irvin. He goes, Troy's great. Emmett's great. He goes, Michael Irvin's great when Troy Aikman plays. That's just the reality of it. Um, a lot of people question what A.J. Green was doing on the final play, never turned around for the ball. He was blocking. He thought a run play was called, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that's the simple explanation for that. And who do you blame? I blame either the OC or Kingsbury or wh- whatever there that the play's not clear in. You had called a timeout to set up your final three plays. I saw the highlight. It didn't seem yeah. to play live. I don't know who uh, got the pick for the Packers. Yeah. Very impressive play, though. The pick, he, he, the ball was on him so fast. That's yeah, the thing. That's exactly. The hands were incredible to make that pick and win the game. I don't even think half the offense or the defense even realized what happened yeah. in that play. Mm-hmm. And you saw maybe a couple of Packers realize on the sideline there, but a great job and Packers win it. All right, let's move on to some of the key games this weekend in the NFL and give our final thoughts on them. And we'll start out with a game that we both have an opinion on here. Patriots at Chargers. Remember last year this game was also held in SoFi, an embarrassing loss for the Chargers, 45 to nothing to the Patriots. Different situation uh, this year. Anthony Lynn no longer there. Chargers atop the AFC West at this time. Patriots battling to get a, a wild card spot on the AFC East, sitting at 3-4. and four. This number's come down. We've seen Patriots money. It's now down to four of them all. I think we both like the home team here. Yeah, I like it. I got a bad number here at five, but I like the Chargers. I think they're going to win this game comfortably. Uh, I, I don't understand this affinity for New England, but then again, 50% of the people bet just based on a line move that they see. They're not actually making any assessment in terms of how they see the game. And New England's three and four, and two of their three wins came over the Jets. That's a great I mean, that, point. That's the way I look at this game. It's an excellent point. I mean, how, why do we all of a sudden think this team is going to be able to do something. Look, I'm going to take my chance with the Chargers coming off of a bye. They haven't played particularly well the last couple of weeks. I think it's a good opportunity for them to bounce back. Any interest in the total here, Amal? Uh, no. Actually, you know what? I Look towards the under a little bit here, but I can't say that with tremendous confidence. Okay. Uh, Eagles at Lions. Um, I think this is a huge spot for the Lions in that if they, if they want to be competitive this year and win a game, this is the spot. Eagles laying three and a half on the road. Total of 48 and a half. I think you have a play on this game as well. Yeah, I like the Lions here, plus three and a half. I think they've got a great chance to win this game outright. Uh, I, I understand, you know, people seem to think Philadelphia is something. I have no idea who the hell thinks Jalen Hurts is a good passing quarterback outside of family members of his. I mean, he's inconsistent. That's the problem. By the way, this is the one game where Jared Goff is the better quarterback. I was just going to ask you that. Who would you rather have? I, I want neither guy. I'm putting but a four sales had, on both of them. If you had to have one or the other. Jared Goff. Look. I don't know why people have this idea that Jalen Hurts is a passing quarterback. You know what he is? He's a situational change of pace guy. That's all he is. He's not a quarterback in the NFL that should be a starter. He could be a backup in a certain spot for a team. But there's a reason why Tua beat him out. There's a reason why he didn't go number one overall like Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield before him. And there's a reason why you see more ground balls thrown there than you do from the Adubel Herrera. I think that the Lions have the better defense as well Mm -hmm. over Philadelphia. Oh, oh, I forgot to ask you. I know you took six and a half. Did you take any of the 220 money line last I, night? I did. I took a small play in that uh, one, yeah. You would, know, you, would you look at 155 here or just the three and a half? I'm not going to answer that question right now. I'll tell you a little bit later. Oh, oh when we get to the plays at the yeah. end. Very, very good. Uh, this is an interesting game for me, and I really want no part of it. AFC North Steelers at Browns. Browns a three and a half point home favorite. Low total here, 42. I think it's a different scenario. The Browns... Um, in this spot playing the Steelers than it was against the Broncos. Uh, I, I love them against the Broncos, but I also love them because they were one, not three. Here, I think you have they're, they're playing the better team in Pittsburgh, and the line is three and a half. So for me, it's a pass because I can't back the Steelers in this spot either. 
I tend to agree with you. I think it's a tough one to take the Browns with the injuries, but I don't want to take Pittsburgh. I want no part of this football team. You know, Ben Roethlisberger, to me, his body language is so bad as a starting quarterback, as a leader of a team. He just looks like he's disengaged. We've seen some of the throws he's made where it just looks like he's giving up on plays. Um, you know, I don't understand in professional sports, these owners are highly successful people financially. And granted, it might be just one idea that they got lucky on. Steelers have been a long generational team that have been owned by decades over the years. But nobody has the business acumen to sit there and say, hey, listen, Ben, we appreciate the two Super Bowl rings, three Super Bowl appearances. We've given you a hell of a lot of money. Now get the hell out of here. You think he's tradable? I mean, you could swap him out for an empty garbage can at this point in time. What are you getting for him? You're not getting anything. The bottom line is you got to move on. you got you got to rebuild at some point in time. And you don't have a quarterback on your, on your roster with Rudolph, with Haskins, with Dobbs. I would at least play Haskins at some point in time to see if he's as bad as we think he is or was it a situation in Washington or has he matured at all. But you got to start making some decisions because the problem is once they fall off this cliff, it's going to be a precipitous drop, and they're not going to be able to uh, rebound quickly. From the AFC North to the AFC South, Titans go to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Titans won this game a couple weeks ago in Tennessee. Colts up to a full three here, total of 51. Do you agree with this move? Well, a revenge spot here for the Colts. I think at three, got to take Tennessee. I think it's just too many points at this point in time. Uh, I know they're playing better, but they still have injuries at the receiver position. I have some concerns there. They look like a far better football team. I don't know if we're giving them a little bit too much credit for the loss against Baltimore and the win against the 49ers. Bucks at Saints. This number has gone back and forth, four and a half to five to five and a half to six. Seeing uh, Saints money now. Saints at home catching four and a half from the defending Super Bowl champs with a total of 50 and a half. Yeah, when you look at this matchup, um, I can see people potentially taking the Buccaneers. I don't, I don't like this game. Saints, I don't know what they are. Good defense, inconsistent offense. Buccaneers can go out and put up a million points, but sometimes they don't play to their potential. You could have gotten the Vikings plus two or two and a half yesterday. It seems that Dak's going to be out, although not confirmed, but certainly that's reflected now on the line as the Vikings now a three-point home favorite over the Cowboys on Sunday night football. Total drops from 55 to 52 and a half. When it gets confirmed, if it does, that Dak is out, where does this number end up? I think it ends up at about Minnesota six. Mm. I think you look at Dallas. They have one of the worst sequences of going from starting quarterback to backup quarterback. They're in some serious trouble here in terms of what they're looking at potentially. I think if you're looking to bet this game, you better take Dallas right now. Uh, excuse me, Minnesota right now if you like the Vikings. Um, but if you like the Cowboys, you're going to get wait. You yeah, you're going to get better uh, points with it. But are who are we going to see under center is the big question mark. Yeah, 49ers go to Chicago to take on the Bears. This number's been consistent. Most of the week, three and a half, but mainly four. Road favorite here. How about this total, 39? I'm not surprised. No Khalil Mack. Um, I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. I think the Bears are going to struggle. This feels like 20 to 17 all day. Uh, I wouldn't lay the points with the 49ers here. I think the Bears still have a chance to cover the four. Would you tease the Bears up? No, because, look, as much as I say they can cover, they can also get their doors blown off. Yeah. I mean, they just. To me, this is a game that I would only bet in game. Once I saw the San Francisco offense and how they were faring. By, by the way, when I sit there and see Matt Nagy calling plays for this team, I, I think to myself, I've really screwed up in life because I didn't realize I could be so incompetent in an industry that pays you extremely well. I mean, it's unbelievable this guy's stealing. Five, six million dollars a year and has no idea what he's doing. Fields was six of 20 at the Browns. That's impossible in today's NFL. It, it really is. It, it, Up next, college football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Mall Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. And no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, and still a mall's personal favorite, Citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strings so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's just perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find, F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Switching up those reads, them all very potent, very potent, the nicotine pouch. Just use one. Some advice uh, from users out there. All right, let's switch our focus to college football. I like the college football card this weekend. I don't like a lot of favorites on the point spread. As you'll see later, I have a money line parlay, and I have a lot of totals. Let's start out with the big matchup in the Big Ten East. And we might not have said that at the beginning of the season. We would have said Penn State, Ohio State was. But this weekend, it's two undefeated. It's two top ten teams. Michigan against little brother Michigan State. This game is in East Lansing. Number's been four all week. It's still four. Total them all, 50 and a half. Two pretty solid defenses. Two offenses, I think, that are a little bit challenged aerially. By the way, if you're going to call Michigan State little brother, so is then uh, Ohio State big daddy for a Michigan? Yeah, Pedro. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't like this game. I think it's tough to call either way. I don't really know how good either one of these teams really truly is. We'll find out this weekend. I'm not going to touch this game. Looking forward to watching uh, this matchup to see how these teams respond. When you look at it, look at Michigan's schedule so far. Western Michigan, Washington, Northern Illinois, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Northwestern. I mean, who have they played? Is the best win on either team's schedule at Miami by Michigan uh, State? No, uh, no, uh, Michigan at Wisconsin. Okay, at they Wisconsin. dominated that game. They won by 21. Yeah, the, if you look at the Michigan State game against Miami, they ran away late in that game with the final five minutes. I, uh, I have a play on the total here. All right, to the ACC, another game we thought might have been a, a marquee game earlier in the year is not. Florida State uh, takes on Clemson in Death Valley. Clemson, lane nine. With a total of 48, here's the question. Will Clemson score nine? <laughs> they will because they're playing Florida State's defense. I like, the, I like the Tigers here. I think they cover this number. Um, I think their defense, people forget, coming into last weekend was number two in scoring defense. They're now still in the top five. They're elite. Um, but it's the offense that's a problem. And if you're going to do better offensively, this is the opportunity to do so. Well, there there been a defense that's been on the field all year, though, too. You know what I mean? I mean, against Pittsburgh, they have to play so many plays. Because the offense just doesn't sustain drives. Yeah, I'm not worried about Jordan Travis. He's not Kenny Pickett. Okay. Uh, stay in the ACC. Louisville goes to Raleigh to take on NC State. NC State laying just shy of a touchdown here at 6.5. Total them all, 56. Uh, this is an interesting matchup here. I, I look towards the dog here with Louisville. I, I think they've got a great chance to be able to cover this number. NC State, this is what this program has been for the last 20 years. I thought they needed to win that game in Miami. I'm, that that's what I'm saying. Loss that's them. what I'm saying. This is what this program has been. They're, they're the ACC's version of Arizona State. You think they've turned a corner, they're going to do well, they don't. This team, I, I don't think they cover this one. I like uh, Louisville here to cover six and a half. Big 12, Texas goes to Waco to take on Baylor. I was a little bit surprised at this line. Baylor so is like, yeah, Baylor's laying two and a half, total 61 and a half. I like the Bears here at home. Mm-hmm. I think they win at McLean. I think Texas, it's a big question mark in terms of where they are mentally at this point in time. 
Baylor's had a terrific season. Dave Aranda's done a great job. He knows how important this game is for the program, for the alums. I think they win this football game, and they're laying less than a field goal. You have to like Baylor in this spot. Iowa State goes to West Virginia. They they in Ames last week. They took care of previously undefeated Oklahoma State. They rallied to win that game, but they didn't cover the seven. This game was seven most of the week. It's ticked up now at DraftKings to seven and a half, laying seven and a half at Morgantown. Total 47 and a half. Texas on deck next weekend at Jack Trice. Yeah, I, I look to the Mounties here catching more than a touchdown at home. This is a similar number we saw against Baylor. I think West Virginia covers this number. I don't know if they win the football game, but I like their opportunity to cover the number here. Iowa State's still in the mix to be in that Big 12 championship game. Yeah. Uh, SMU-Houston, huge matchup also in the state of Texas that's not in the Big 12. SMU undefeated. Houston with a much better defense this year. At home, a one-point favorite, 61-and-a-half. Uh, I like the over here. I think both teams will be able to score points in this matchup. Uh, I don't like a particular side here, but I would have I would have taken Houston simply based on the number. thought it should have been three, uh, but I just don't have the confidence to take Clayton Tune and company right now. All right, let's move on to the Pac-12. Washington State goes to Tempe to take on Herm Edwards' team. Big, 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 big number here, 16-and-a-half with a total of 53. Are you willing to lay this number? Uh, I am not. I would be more apt to take it with Washington Me State. Too. I mean, I, I don't understand this one. I, Washington State gets zero credit. People think, like, this team is absolutely lifeless. They have played I, well. They've been competitive. I haven't watched a lot of their games, but I watched almost all of that uh, that uh, Oregon State game. Yeah. They were very impressive. I think a lot of it has to do with the turmoil in the coaching staff. They played yeah, well in the first game, but now how will it impact them going forward? Purdue at Nebraska. Nebraska, Scott Frost laying seven and a half at home with a total of 52 and a half. Yeah, I, I think uh, this is a play I don't touch. I actually look towards the under in this game. I think Me both too. defenses are One pretty good. Plays. Yeah, I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I don't, I don't know what to make of this game. I think Nebraska can win by 10. I think they could be lucky if they win the game. I think it, the, at most Nebraska gets into the mid-20s, and I don't think Purdue's scoring 30. So yeah, I, that's exactly. why I think this total is just too high. Texas Tech fired Matt Wells. Now they go to Norman to take on the Sooners, who escaped Lawrence with the victory. Oklahoma minus 19, 66 and a half. Is this a spot where if you played Oklahoma, you'd take them first half? Yes. Yeah, good point, because Oklahoma hasn't scored a ton this year. I mean, in terms of blowing teams yeah. out, I think this is an opportunity for them to do that. Didn't play well in the first half against KU. Good opportunity for them to bounce back uh, from that perspective. Were you concerned at all that Kansas... Uh, moved the ball the entire game against Oklahoma. But you, you texted me at halftime about the total that you liked it under because you didn't think Kansas would score in the second half. Yeah, the I played the in-game under 60 and a half. They yeah. got over the 35, but it's a total of 60 and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, Oklahoma's defense is, I've been telling everybody Alex Grinch isn't that good. But for some reason, people think he can coach. He's not. He's just not that good of a coach. This Oklahoma team, they have an opportunity against this Texas Tech team who's going to be in turmoil. I think the Sooners win. They win comfortably. I would lay the points here. But it doesn't mean anything to me. This is just a game you're going to get if you're Oklahoma. They've done well traditionally against the Red Raiders, particularly in Norman. I think they blow them out. But that doesn't answer questions about Oklahoma for me. Do you think Oklahoma as a team is motivated by the fact that despite being undefeated, they fell in the pole with Alabama being elevated above them? Is that is that a bulletin board thing for a football team? I mean, it could be. I, I don't know if it's enough in a game like this, right? You're expecting to win. The bottom line is they got to play better. If you're Lincoln Riley, you're saying, hey, guys, we were in a dogfight with Kansas for 55 minutes. We got to play better from the start. Gary Patterson embattled Gary Patterson and his TCU Horn Frogs go to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. Kansas State lane three and a half, total 58 and a half a mall. Yeah, I'm sure there's a coffee shop around uh, I'm in Carter Stadium. He can start playing the guitar at if they get rid of him. Uh, what are they going to do? They going to take the statue down? What, what do you mean? You keep him forever? He keeps going seven and five, six and six, five and seven. I don't know. Did he earn it? I don't know. Listen, I look. They've I, had so much success in other sports. I know it's hard. I mean, Jamie Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, look, the bottom line is this program is kind of just stuck in neutral right now. Three and a half point dogs here on the road. I think this number is correct. This Kansas State team, I, I have no idea what the hell they are. One week they can beat Oklahoma. The next yeah. week you're not sure if they can beat anybody. I, I mean, talk about inconsistency. That, that to me is an indictment of your coaching staff. I think the total is too high here. Actually, because I think Kansas State will will keep this game in the twenties as well. Maybe maybe one team gets to thirty. Um, I lean a little Kansas State, but I don't want to lay more than a field goal. A couple of uh, news stories uh, last night. Let's start in the NHL. As expected, Joel Quinville met with Commissioner Bettman and resigned. 
uh, from his head coaching job at the Florida Panthers based on what happened to Blackhawks 2010. Florida's a very good team. How much does this hurt their chances of winning a Stanley Cup? Well, I think it's going to be a major blow. I mean, you've got a coach who's who's been there behind the bench who having won Stanley Cups. Uh, we'll see how it plays out going forward. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily impacts them in the regular season. It's the postseason that I'm concerned with. I would agree with you there. I think this is a the team that benefits most from this is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, them not having remember they played a tough series with uh, with Florida to get out of that division last year before winning their second straight Stanley Cup. Other news is the Padres decided on a manager. They had a lot of guys in interviewing them. Bob Melvin, former Oakland A's manager, selected for the Padres. How good of a hire is this for San Diego? I'll let you know after the season. I mean, I'm not not excited about it. Not no opinion on it. I don't know if it's possible to get any more nondescript than Bob Melvin. I mean, you literally there's seven and a half billion people on the planet. There's nobody that's more nondescript than Bob Melvin. I think Bob Melvin is a good hire. I think he does a good job handling bullpens. He's been successful in Oakland. I think they need somebody with some credentials. After coming off Jace Tingler, how did they hire Jace Tingler? Because he was a friend of Preller, the general manager. He worked for him in in, in, in Texas. Jace Tingler managed for 10 days in the Dominican League. He hadn't managed a checkbook. And he took over a billion-dollar payroll. At least they got somebody with some gravitas here. I, I know you were born at night. I didn't know you were born last night. What are you, new to people getting hired because of their friends? I mean, it applies in every industry across the board. Who'd you know here? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> I, I was the token hire. I think that my first choice, if I'm the Padres, would have been Bochi, but it looks like he's not coming out of retirement. He has a home there in San Diego, but I think he's just done. Coach, you would have been great. He's going to the Hall of Fame already. All right. When we come back, we're going to continue with the college football matchups. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have some great news for our Colorado based VSIN fans. We have partnered with Altitude Sports Radio, and starting Monday, all of your favorite VSIN shows, including this one, can be heard live on Altitude 950 AM in Denver. That's noon to one in the Mountain Time Zone for Odds On. We are extremely excited about this partnership that brings VEASAN to a great sports city with a growing audience of sports bettors. Tune in to hear all VEASAN shows live on Altitude Radio 950 AM in Denver starting Monday. Exciting news, them all. Yeah, it's awesome. It is great. It's going to be great. Great sports town. And it should be a lot of fun to uh, reach out to the people in the Mile High City. And, and great sports bettors out there. Got a, got a lot of uh, uh, different operators. I think, what is it, 18 wow. uh, in Colorado right now? It's a very open market. What do we have, like three so in this town? We, we became the 16th in Iowa. We're, we're sweet 16. So I, Can you answer how many, what number you became in, in Nevada? Uh, oh, no. No, that would be way, way down. What you mean, you mean of independent lines? No, there's I a, mean. There's a couple. There's you know, people that actually take lines. a bet, people that don't pull the games off the board. Back to the meat of the show, college football. Uh, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Your guy Dan Mullen in Florida taking on number one Georgia Bulldogs. Two touchdowns here, Amal. It's come down to 14. I, obviously, if you like Georgia, you're not laying more than 14 here in this spot. If you like Florida, you're looking for the 14 and a half. Total of 51. What shot do you give Florida of being competitive here? Competitive or to win? I said being competitive. To win. You think they have a chance to win? Are you not familiar with this rivalry? Stop. Are you not familiar with their call? Are you not familiar with the way the Florida Gators have played? Oh, yeah, yeah. This game's not in Gainesville, okay? Thanks, this- thanks for telling me. I've only been here a few times, but thanks for telling me. Oh, God. All right, so yeah, 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 give me a final score. Play- Florida 37, Florida 8, Florida 37, Georgia 35. I mean, what? What are they going to win the game? What is this? The Jeff Parles prediction: fifty-seven on the number. He Come was on, close. Can, he wasn't can, that big. Uh, can you give me a number that's realistic that you're going to reach in football? You think they're going to reach thirty-seven? Are you taking fourteen? I'm not. I, uh, I look. I think that you, in terms of being competitive, I think the uh, Gators will definitely be competitive. I don't. I, I, what, uh, so what's the score here? So you're laying the points. Uh, no, I'm not laying the. points. Why are you not laying the points? Betting just, the money line. I'm betting the money line. It's in my money line parlay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Always got an answer. I give you a final score here. I say it's 34-23. So you like the over? No, not necessarily. You like the Gators to cover? Not necessarily. So so covering is not competitive for you? I'm just saying, will there be a possession in the fourth quarter where Florida is within one score? Answer that yes or no. Great question. I think the answer to that is yes. You do? Yes. Well, then this will be a very good football game. 
I think it will be. Do you think that Florida has the advantage here because the game is played in Jacksonville? 75 miles from the Gainesville campus. Make no mistake about it. But this doesn't is a Georgia get the allotment of tickets as well? They get the same amount of allotment of tickets, but coming from the Atlanta area is far different than the people coming down 95 from Savannah. Uh, this game was played last year in Virginia. Uh, now it moves west to Provo. Oh, I, thought, I thought you meant the Florida-Georgia game B- was played in no, Virginia. No, 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 we're going to the next game. BYU hosting Bronco Mendenhall's return to BYU. BYU is minus two and a half, 65. I do have a play on this game. I'll reveal it later. How about you? Two and a half, 65. I love the Cougars in this matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this line. This line should have been four and a half or so. I think BYU is going to win this game. They're not getting enough respect. You know, this is where, to me, the odds makers, and I look, I could end up being completely wrong if Virginia wins by 20. But this is where too much is put into based on results and not actually looking at this BYU team. They lost to Boise State without their starting quarterback. How do you think Virginia would fare if Armstrong were out several games? I put a line through that game. Absolutely. That's that exactly game. right. And you lost to Baylor, who's 6-1 and one a road game. No shame in that. Iowa State lost there at Baylor. Texas is going to have a tough time tomorrow. No problem with that. Going into Provo, altitude situation. And Bronco Mendenhall hasn't had a defense since he left Provo. I, don't th- I think that the total is too high, though. Because I don't think, I don't think Virginia is going to get to 30 in this spot. That's a fair point, but I'm going to tell you right now, that Virginia defense is not slowing yeah. down that Cougar offense. I love BYU, too, here. I yeah. have, I have my, that's one of my uh, bigger unit plays. All right, Oregon's. this is actually an important game in the Pac-12 North, Amal, which right now is tied. Oregon and Oregon State are both 3-1 and one in the North. Oregon State travels south to Berkeley to take on Cal. Cal had a public workout against Colorado last <laughs> week. Uh, Oregon State, road favorites here of 1.5, total of 55. Very important game that's probably under the radar. This will be on the Pac-12 network. It, it will be. This is, yeah. should be a pretty competitive game. You know what's interesting? Cal has not had a good season, but they've been competitive. And Oregon State... I saw I, a stat because I was watching the replay of the UCLA-Oregon game mm-hmm. this morning because, remember, that game wasn't on TV because the Penn State nine overtimes. The first quarter was not on TV. It was on ESPN Yeah, News. you had to go. You had to move the TV around. But I, I was watching that. Thread. Very difficult to go from 206 to 207. I'd rather watch nine overtimes in the Big Ten in the first quarter. But I want to go back and watch the first quarter. There was a stat. Six of Cal's last seven losses have been by a touchdown or less. They're in every game. Uh, they've been very competitive. You look at the Washington game, they forced overtime. The game against Oregon, they came with about two yards of putting it within one point. Then we would have seen Justin Wilcox go for two. The question is, can the Oregon State passing game be effective enough? We know Baylor and Fenwick will be fine on the ground. But can they throw the ball when necessary? That's the big question mark. Another terrific game. This one in the SEC. Old Miss... Goes to Jordan Air to take on Auburn. Auburn now laying a field goal, 66 and a half. I don't know who's going to win this game, but in my opinion, the best game to watch, whether you have a bet on it or not. I think this is going to be a very entertaining, competitive game. Should be a lot of fun. But I don't think Auburn's getting enough run or credit right now. Their defense has played well. They lost against Georgia, and they lost on the road at Penn State. Really no shame in that. Let me ask you, whose offense is better, Auburn or Florida? Florida. Yeah, considerably? Uh, no, but we would define considerably. Well, uh, Auburn struggled to score against Georgia. Yeah, I think Florida will score more yeah. than 10 points. Okay. Uh, how about this? I, I strongly believe they'll score more than 10 points. How about 66 and a half here for a total? That's a low total for a Mississippi game. We've, yeah. seen, we've seen 78 and 75 the last two weeks. Of course, both have gone under. Right, but I think Brian Harson's team defensively can present some yeah. challenges. They're not going to play necessarily at the same tempo. You're looking at two games, one against LSU and the other one against Tennessee. Tennessee plays a similar style as Ole Miss. So I think that's why you're seeing such high totals. But I think this is fairly accurate. This feels like 35-31 regardless. Uh, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I would lean towards the over, but not playing that. I lean toward taking a field goal here because I think it's going to come down to the final possession. I, I don't know. Do you think Auburn could blow them out? Uh, no, I don't think they're going to blow them yeah. out. But they could win by four. They could win by seven. They could win by three. To me, it's kind of the same thing. It's a one-possession game is what I feel. All right, Kentucky gets a test. They go to Mississippi State. Um, the Pirate laying one and a half at home here with a total of 47. I have a play on this game later. I like the under in this game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a competitive defensive game. You know, you look at Kentucky. They're not a great offensive team, but they played well defensively. We saw them slow down in, uh, uh, Florida's offense. Uh, they've done a nice job. Mississippi State has a bad loss in Memphis. But remember, they got hosed on that punt return That was call. terrible. That was a terrible they call. They blew the whistle. Yeah. And, and everybody stopped. They let him run 94 yards. And the other two losses, you got blown out by Alabama. No shame in that. And they struggled a bit against LSU. But this team has been competitive. Remember, they went on the road to College Station and beat A&M. I think it's a tough game to call, Mike. I like the under 47 here. Penn State goes to your Ohio State Buckeyes um, to the horseshoe. What would this line have been if Penn State didn't lose to Illinois last week? Probably... 
11? 12 and a half. Yeah. Uh, 12 and a half. For what a difference that makes off that game. The quarterback's not healthy, though. You can tell that. Yeah. And, and the thing is, as good as Penn State's defense is, you know, CJ Stroud's been sacked five times this year. This is up to 19 and a half of them all. Wow. 19 and a half total of 61. Are you laying 19 and a half? No. Can't do it. Take a 19 and a half? No, the problem with taking it is if this game gets out of hand early, then you're holding your breath the whole way. But Penn State has traditionally, outside of that 63 14 route in Columbus, they have played Ohio State tough and competitively. So I think it could be a game that you see somewhere between that 14 to 24 range. How much has Stroud improved so far from game one to now? Huge. Mm-hmm. Biggest improvement of almost any player at the quarterback position in college football. Yeah, I would agree with that. He was, he was, I, you know, you, we can criticize their defense. Uh, in the loss to Oregon because they defended poorly outside the numbers. But they nobody stopped Ohio State. Stroud did. I'll give you a great stat on the Buckeyes. Their last three games, 17 possessions in the first half, 16 touchdowns and one field goal. Mm. Must have had a penalty before the field goal. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame, uh, they beat USC. Now Mac Brown and UNC come to town. Notre Dame, three and a half. 62-and-a-half. Paul Stone likes Notre Dame as one of his best plays here among. I would lean towards that. Yeah. You look at this North Carolina team, uh, how he's disappeared. It's supposed to be a big year, big uh, Heisman campaign. This guy? He was uh, like the second choice for Heisman. Going yeah, into the year. he's nowhere to be found, and neither is North Carolina. By the way, what happens if Notre Dame runs the table? I think you said yeah. their schedule is manageable. It is. They, they, have to be, they, they play a bunch of teams that are like 30th to 45th best team, right? They, all these games on their schedule? Uh, they can run the table. I I don't know. They're not get. They're not getting any playoff consideration. Well, because the Cincinnati is yeah. a big a big caveat there, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, the fact that the Bearcats have handed them their one loss. Yeah. Navy next week yeah. at Virginia, they'll win. Yeah. Georgia Tech. Wow, the only challenging game Stan- at Stanford. At Stan- Stanford will yeah. be a good game, I think. It will be, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. I think Notre Dame winds up they with a the eleven one season. And Brian Kelly once again racks up the wins. No national title. Let me oh. ask you a question as a Notre Dame fan. Yeah. What's it like having him as a head coach? I mean, you guys are going to win 9, 10, 11 games every year, but you're not going to sniff a national title because you don't recruit at the same level Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson do. Well, we're not in that category. It's, it's, this, I, this is not you're, 19- you're the first Notre Dame person I've ever met that said that. This is not the 1970s anymore. I think Holtz did a great job when he was there. I had the benefit of attending while Holtz was there. You know, it's, it was, it's almost worse the tuition, not really. Um, just to hear Holt speak at the, at the pep rallies and, and, the, and the lunches on Fridays before the game. That guy is an incredibly motivating individual. He's unbelievable. And the yeah. best part about Lou Holtz is, you know, you could be playing Navy and, oh, my gosh, that Navy <laughs> football team, I don't know how we're going to stop them. Stormy will be at UCLA at Utah. Huge game for Utah. They need to keep winning to represent in the South. Six and a half them all, 60 and a half the total. I would have to take the points here. Don't want to do it. DTR banged up in this one. But by the way, Mike, Probably the toughest quarterback in college football. This guy is incredibly resilient. He gets knocked down, but he always bounces back. All right, when we come back, it's I'm All In in the Palm Reader Playbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking more sports, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Exciting news there, Amal. Will Hill, the Will Hill from the Lombardi line, will be doing the uh, New York CityCast from Connecticut. Okay, uh, let's get in and welcome back into Odds on Mike Palm and Amal Shaw. Nice winner for you last night. You didn't give out the money line. I know you had it, but you did give out to our avid. Loyal listeners, Packers plus six and a half. Even if the Cardinals score at the end, that's still a winner. You had it all locked up. Where are we going this weekend with them all in? Yeah, lots of college football and some NFL as well. Let's start out in college football right now. Let's take a look at this board here. I've got Clemson minus ten and a half uh, versus Florida State. By the way, I think Britain's just assigning me random numbers here. I don't, but uh, we'll, we'll go with the <laughs> ten and a half here. Uh, uh, but lines now down to nine. You got BYU minus two and a half. Louisville plus six and a half, SMU Houston over 62. Uh, and then in the NFL, got a couple of plays Chargers minus five at home against the Patriots, Lions plus three and a half versus the Eagles, and then Lions plus 155 versus the Eagles on the money line. You're I like, you're going to win this game. You're betting these pleasers where you're, you're it's opposite Absolutely. of pleasers where you're laying more than you have to. But people should do yeah, that. Those are some great bets. You can, they, Detroit's probably minus three and a half on a pleaser bet. For people that don't know, it's yeah. a, normally in a teaser, you get six points. This one, you lay six points. All right, let's go to the playbook. I gave this out on Thursday. Iowa plus three and a half at Wisconsin. The game's early. 11 o'clock local start. The, the, the students won't get there till almost halftime. Uh, and then I like Iowa off the bye here. This is too big of an adjustment from the look ahead of, of Iowa minus two and a half. I like this Kentucky-Mississippi State game under 47. Look, Kentucky's got a solid defense. They've got a running offense. The number of possessions in this game, them all will be limited. And Mississippi State's defense is better than you think. You think of, oh, Leach, the passing game. These are just long handoffs. These yeah. guys catch the ball coming back to the line. Here's a money line parlay. I didn't like any favorites laying points in, in college football. So I'm going to put together a college football, pro football money line parlay. Pitt over Miami. Georgia over Florida. Minnesota over Northwestern. Wake Forest over Duke. The Bengals over the Jets. The Rams over the Texans. And the Bills over the Dolphins. That pays plus 223. Rutgers, Illinois, one unit now. Rutgers, Illinois, under 42 in this game. Um, I think uh, I think Illinois wins the game. I agree with you there, but I think this is the game is played in the teens. Michigan, Michigan State, under 50 and a half. So many times when, this, when these two teams are good teams, we've seen these games uh, be so low scoring. I think both defenses are better than both offenses. I thought I thought the game would be 46 or 47. It's 50 and a half. Another under here, TCU, Kansas State. I like Kansas State as an under team. Uh, I think TCU has slowed this game down to try to keep it close as well. BYU, I like this side laying the points. I thought this line should have been closer to six over Virginia, and Chargers are laying five as well. You can find this number at four them all. Yeah, uh, I like your BYU play, obviously, because I'm on it as well. The Rutgers game is interesting because this offense has really, really struggled the last four weeks. Really? Scored seven points. They've, they've scored 46 points in their last four games. Yeah, I want to go back to a couple college football games. Uh, Pac-12, Washington at Stanford on the farm. Stanford's laying two and a half a mall, total of 48. Uh, this is a game I'd have to look towards Stanford here. I, I don't trust Washington. Their offense has been anemic. You know, Mike, I'll tell you what, this game, and I didn't look at this one, the total, it's already come down a point. I would look at this total under. Washington has the longest streak in college football of not giving up more than 35 points against an opponent. They've really done a tremendous job defensively. It's the offense that's the problem. Will that streak be in jeopardy next week when they take on Oregon? No, because Anthony Brown stole the quarterback. Yeah. Fresno State uh, goes to San Diego State. San Diego State wins at Air Force, still undefeated, ranked in the top 25 Brady Hoax team. Fresno State beat Nevada but didn't cover last week at home. San Diego State a one-point home favorite with a total of 44.5. 
It's going to be a really interesting matchup. Contrast of styles. Look, I think this is a correlated parlay. If you like the Aztecs, play the game under. If you like Fresno State, play it over. Because I don't think Fresno State's necessarily going to win a lower-scoring game. That favors the Aztecs. By the way, they might have the best kicker in college football. Punter and kicker is unbelievable. His name eludes me right now. But tremendous job on special teams for the Aztecs. The offense still remains a big problem. They scored on a couple of short fields against Air Force. Fresno State can move the football. But can their defense be effective enough on the ground against San Diego State? By the way, UNR and UNLV square off tonight in a Mountain West contest. Uh, any thoughts on the game? The number sits at 20 and 58 and a half right now. This game in Reno. You know what? I'm actually hoping on the end game you get UNLV plus 21 and a half or so. I'll mm-hmm. take it. I actually would take Vegas plus the points here. I don't want to lay it. You know, they've been competitive. Now, against San Jose State, they had some short fields. They weren't exactly stopping Deese, but no team in the league has stopped Deese so far this year, the tight end for the Spartans. Um, I don't know if they're necessarily going to be able to slow down Carson Strong in this offense. What do you, what do you think about this total? I don't know about the total, but I like the points here tonight. You do. The only thing that worries me is how soul-crushing was that defeat uh, uh, against San Jose State, where you fumble when you could have knelt at the end of the first half, you don't go for it on fourth down, the field goal gets blocked, and then you have a seven-minute and 14-second 14, seven drive, and you run out of time. Seven minutes and 14 seconds, Amal, three timeouts. That was a 19-play drive. 11 times out of the 19, they snapped the ball with less than 10 on the clock on a running clock. Listen, I want them for an underbet any time, oh. but it was really disappointing if you're Marcus Arroyo and his team. They had a great opportunity to win that football game, and they blow it. I think they stay within two touchdowns here, though. I, I, think, I, think, it's a good, I think it's a good game. I think through three quarters, they're right in the game. I feel similar to you in this one. I think it's going to be a very competitive game. They have to get some pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, they, if they don't, they're they going they to get they don't, they don't They'll just throw the ball down the field on them. All right, let's go to the NFL here. Panthers at Falcons, NFC South uh, showdown in Atlanta. The home team laying a field goal here, 46.5. Panthers started out 0-3, nothing since. Yeah, I'll tune in into this game with about two minutes left if it's close on Sunday. No interest in this game. Can't bet it. I think you lean towards the Falcons. Sam Darnold has really regressed. We're starting to see what Sam Gar- Darnold is and was, and it just is going to be. He's just a pedestrian quarterback who should be a backup in this league for a long time. I don't know why Carolina traded to get him, and they thought they could do something with him, and they can't. Would Carolina be a playoff team if they had two gloves? Uh, yeah, they would have a chance because I know McCaffrey's been hurt, but Hubbard's done a nice job. They're, they're still a good team overall, and Matt Rule's teams play hard. They're in games, but Darnold seems to be the deficient uh, component for this team. When the Dolphins and the Bills met in Miami, they knocked two out of the game early. Brissett came in in relief in the first quarter. 35-zip Bills. Now this game shifts north to Orchard Park. Bills lane, two touchdowns here, 14, total of 49 a mall. What will change? Is Tua playing the whole game going to keep Miami competitive? No, I think they'll be competitive simply because it's a revenge spot. Anytime you get embarrassed like that, these are still pros. I think it'll be a competitive game. From the spread standpoint, not from a Miami winning standpoint. I think Buffalo wins this game handily. I think this game lands somewhere between 10 and 20. Cincinnati Bengals go to New York to take on the Jets. This up to 11 now. It was 10.5 yesterday, 42.5. I actually like the Bengals here in this spot. I think their defense, I don't think the Jets get to 13. That's fair. Uh, Sam Hubbard's done a nice job. Hendrickson has been tremendous rushing the passer for this team. Um, I can see where you're coming from in this matchup. I don't have any interest. And by the way, who's starting? Michael Mike- White. Who is this? He's coached what? Illinois, and now, and now he's quarterback. Former Western Kentucky quarterback, the Hilltoppers. He's got what do you a, know about the kid? I don't know him at all. He's good accuracy. Yeah. I don't think he can throw the ball more than 15 yards down the field. I, he doesn't have the arm strength. Yeah. It's going to be a problem so a for this slight, team. Just a slight downgrade on yeah. Wilson. All right. Uh, Jaguars make that long trip northwest to go play Seattle. Seahawks are laying 444 and a half. Does Urban have an upset, upset chance here? I think so. I do, too. Because I think they're going to run the ball. And the other thing is they're coming off of a bye. This is a great opportunity. You've got already a win under your belt, so you don't have that pressure of going over. Seattle did not look good. They had one play on offense for 82 yards. play, they were. Think about the, how, that game after one play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this Seahawks team. By the way, if you're, if you're a DK Metcalf, maybe you want to tweet a little bit less at Hall of Famers like Shannon Sharp if you're only going to have one catch and disappear on Monday Night Football. The football team travels to Denver to take on Vic Fangio and the Denver Broncos. Broncos laying three and a half, a total of 45. Maul, I like this game over. Yeah, I, I can see why both teams, I think, should be able to move yeah. the ball. As long as Taylor Heineke doesn't go down at the half-yard line, it should be good. They moved the ball very well between the 10s, yes. and then they stopped after, after that. Look, look, Denver, they got no linebackers, right? I no. mean, And then the Washington defense can't get anybody off the field on third down, so, so I think true. the game goes over. 
Uh, Rams at Texans, 14 and a half, 15 up to 15 and a half, total 46 and a half. Would you take 15 and a half here? Uh, I would not. I don't want to lay it. Uh, I think though the Rams may blow their doors off like they did the Giants. This is one of those games on the NFL schedule. It's like when Alabama plays Mercer. You know, you just check the score, and as a fan of, you know, maybe a 49ers fan or something, you're hoping the Texans have it close in the third quarter. They should, Yeah, they should take a profit. Like, how long can the Texans hang on and be competitive in each game? And and when will the floor just cave in? Because that's what happens everywhere. I mean, they hung on for a while against Arizona. They hung on till the end against New England. They hung on for three, two and a half quarters against by, the Colts. By the way, you guys should do a survivor contest where you have to use all 32 teams. That would be interesting. You got Some weekends you do two, five, whatever you want. You got to use all 32 by the end of the season. How about if you have to pick a loser? And you can only use them once. That's that's not bad either. Right. Giants at Chiefs Monday night football. This line is nine and a half, total of fifty two of them all. I don't know in terms of the spread, but I like Kansas City to win the football game and I'm uh, oh I'm sorry, I, I read it wrong. Casey's four twenty five on the money line. Yeah. I think they I think they win this game. Look, this is a must get game if you're Kansas City. Is this your survivor pick? Uh n- not definitively, but probably leaning towards it, yeah. You have have you've yet to split your picks this year? No, I did uh, between oh, did. Tampa and Minnesota that weekend. I was hoping the Vikings would lose. Well, because because 1,300 people would have been gone. Yeah. yeah, you would have been better off that way. Game three of the World Series. Louis Garcia, Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson, minus 115 at home. You got to play? Over eight, eight and a half. Over eight and a half. All right. Stay tuned to VEASAN. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.